Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. I am Justin Watcher. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, big surprise, we have Holly back. Holly, how you doing? Woo! Fantastic. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've missed you. We have missed you. I think the audience has also missed you. Mr. Steve Matson, how's it going? Hey, hey, how you going? It's been a been a weird week, but uh it's been a week. So we're here, we're alive, we're kicking. Let's do it. Let's do it. Absolutely. We are hanging out here in Wisconsin at the lab, correct? The lab. Here we are. The lab. So this podcast we're gonna try to keep it somewhat positive, at least until we get to the stomping grounds card. I'm which... optimistic. We're all well, optimistic. Uh, until we get to stomping grounds, I'm, I'm optimistic right. about the topic this this week. Yeah, that's uh, stomping grounds is a different story, though. So basically, this is going to be kind of a play off my 411mania.com column. Cheap so cheap plug there. Very cheap with me. Cheap plug there, 411mania.com. It's entitled 50 Reasons to Love WB right now. So easy 50. on... 50 reasons. I know. It's kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, this had to have taken you a long time. It actually took me like an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> and honestly, that's kind of long when I write a column. I usually pump them out pretty quick. So the don't, thing- Don't you- You can't tell. Dude, they're supposed to think that you labor over these Oh, things. I labor all the time, but <laughs> not the- <laughs> I labor watching Raw some weeks. But anyways- Who doesn't? We're going to keep it positive, so no pot shots like that at the company. So anyway, <laughs> let's get it all out now. So yeah, 50 reasons. So this is going to be all kind right. of like a little game. You're thinking right now, 50 reasons, that's kind of ridiculous like there's like probably what one or two things right like there's nothing that you really love about the company but knowing you but you can come up with anything but we're gonna try to do this so i want everyone at home to also kind of keep track of these and i bet it will be more than you think so right off the bat i think we're all gonna agree on this one number one i wrote that i am loving the nikki cross alexa bliss storyline i do like that from what i've caught recently like i said it's been a weird week so i've been kind of spotty in the watching but i do like where they're going with that i think it's awesome i think it's very cool you know alexa bliss keeps talking about like somebody get her coffee and then she's been saying hey look <laughs> bailey liked this tweet bashing you and they're... i'm a big fan of coffee by the way so oh i, mean, I, I don't drink i know how yeah holly loves her coffee <laughs> right on um, I do not drink that, but that's okay. So um, basically, you know, Alexa Bliss is playing her like a fiddle. Right, absolutely. And it's all leading up to, of course, this Sunday. It's Alexa Bliss versus Bailey for the oh, SmackDown my. Women's Tag Team title. Little Wait. wild card there. Yeah. 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 We'll <laughs> she's f- going for a title for a show that she's not. Which may on. may give away the finish already, but either way, <laughs> it doesn't make too much sense. But either way, I think we all agree this Nikki Cross thing is super cool. And hey, she's on TV, which is something I've been waiting absolutely. for. Absolutely. And I kind of like the blend of like crazy and like, you know, I, I mean, we all know Alexa Bliss isn't innocent, but she's got that poppy kind of Harlequin oh, yeah. little thing. But then you got Psycho Nikki. Love, yeah, Nikki Cross actually has kind of been wanting to maybe expand is the word her character a little bit. You know, I think she was kind of done with the sanity thing, so right. she wants to broaden it a little bit. So this is some... which is kind of sad because I would have liked to seen more develop with that group. I thought they had a real potential yeah, for something. Sanity kind of got a raw deal in NXT, never doing anything, and then I think on the main roster they got beat by Miz like three on one before yeah. Mania. He just yeah. took them all out and. They never really did anything. and Rest uh, in peace. Yeah. Sorry, Sanity, and now Eric Young's walking around doing nothing. But we'll get to him in a little bit. So, Holly, do you have any thoughts on this Nikki Cross Alexa Bliss thing? Okay. So, number two. <laughs> number two. Deer in headlights. <laughs> number two, I wrote, speaking of Bailey, I love that she's champ and her Money in the Bank cash-in moment she got. I like that, and I like the fact that she's kind of taken a little bit more of an edge uh, in the recent whatchamacallits. Since the move to SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. She's really kind of got, you know, she's she still has that, like, huggable mentality, but she's gotten edgier and a little more, 
uh, I can still kick your yeah, teeth. it's the no more Mr. or yes. Mrs. Nice Girl. So yes. that's good to see. And, you know, Charlotte's been out because Andrade's mom died, I believe. And then right oh, after his aunt died. Oh, oh. so oh, deepest sympathy. So uh, he he was on SmackDown, I think, last week. But uh, him and Charlotte had had the past two weeks off. So I thought it was super cool that Bailey got her moment. Yeah. And now she's as champ. So, Holly, do you have any thoughts on Bailey as champ again? Okay. Again? Again? <laughs> did she lose the title and then win it back? Uh, she or? was champ a while ago. She yeah. was raw. Raw women's oh, champ. Oh, okay. That aspect. And, but yeah, I like that she's uh, venturing out, especially out of Sasha's shadow. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Speaking of Sasha, this might be a little bit of a stretch. I'm not sure you want to agree on this one, but I wrote on the uh, Sasha Banks note, I wrote that I love how WWE is handling disgruntled talent. And you may be thinking, like, what the heck does that mean? Well, I'm just saying right here, the Revival wanted out months ago, and now they've gotten two reigns out of the tag team champions already. And they look like 80s TV villains. <laughs> they're looking pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. At least they're getting some time on TV. And then I wrote right after that, Ty Dillinger wanted out. Guess what? They gave it to him. They gave it to mm-hmm. him, and he's in All Elite. And then I wrote, Sasha Banks wants out. What'd they Side say? note on the Ty Dillinger. Did you know that if they would have waited just 24 hours, he was going to contractually not be allowed to add double or nothing? Yes, and Ty Dillinger is one of Cody's best friends. So that was kind of, you know, I think they kind of knew. Kind of like Dustin. It was yeah. kind of a foregone. They probably knew, so they may have been doing him a little favor. That's that's surprising from uh, WWE. I mean, not. I mean, I would say Dean Ambrose, you know, he yeah. won and had his own special and you know, pretty much centered around him, knowing full well he was leaving. So, right. you know, and then I wrote after that, Sasha Banks wants out. What do they do? They send her home for a little bit, and now they're working with her on a video game. So basically I summed it all up. Three different cases, yeah. three different things. It's a case by <clears throat> case. And I wrote at the end, there is no quote-unquote right answer in these situations. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's not really anything that they can do necessarily that's right or wrong, or even Luke Harper now. He's not even on TV or doing anything, but he really wasn't anyways. So right. I just wrote, you know, three different cases, and I love how that it's not just a cut-and-dry situation with everyone. Right. I mean, they could have done a little better, I think, with Neville slash Pac. I think they could do a little better with what they're doing with Luke Harper. You know, he obviously doesn't want to be there. Do you really want someone working for you that doesn't want to be there? I mean, that especially in wrestling, that opens up a whole Yeah, Vince always had that philosophy as if you don't want to be here, go. But, you know, with, uh, you know, AEW kind of creeping around, maybe, uh, you know, maybe he does want people there. So real quickly, number four, I wrote a quick one. I just wrote that I love the new SmackDown Live logo. That's all. Just I mean, I know sure. <laughs> it's a small little cheap number four, but you right. know, I wrote it. So um, you're not going to agree with this one. So we can go right past this. But number five, I wrote, I love the fact that Brock Lesnar is holding yeah. the money in the bank. I wrote Seth Rollins gets to keep his title. Kofi Kingston gets to keep his title. And Brock gets to float around without actually being there, which, you know, he loves. What's the count? Five. Yes. It took five reasons to get Brock Lesnar in there. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. I just want to say. Ugh. Hey, four out of five ain't bad. So yeah, we can breeze right past that. All right. We can <laughs> get, we'll get to him on stomping grounds. And then I wrote number six, I love that the top three champs all deserve it. Absolutely. Seth Rollins, Kofi Kingston, Becky Lynch, and even thinking about it more, who are our mid-card champs? Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. How many times have fans been talking about that? And then we go to the tag teams. Daniel Bryan's doing it with a big guy that needs help developing, Rowan. And then the Revival. Like, is this not everyone's favorite champions? And then Bailey. Yeah, I was going to say, where's Bailey? Bailey. And then, like I said, (laughs) Becky Lynch. Like, hello, these are the fan favorites. That's true. 
who are all the champs right now? That's a Everybody good point. Everybody that everyone online, well, I don't want to say online, that's kind of pigeonholing, but, <laughs> you know, that's what it is. Everyone says, oh, these people, these people, and these people. Right, right. Well, look who our champs are. <clears throat> that's everybody right and there. And there they are. The internet must be going crazy. And then you talk about ratings, so I could turn that around real quick about everyone's favorites. But right. anyways, number seven. Wow. I ha- Yeah. I love, I love that we're seeing Kofi Kingston get more serious right yeah i mean he kind of has to holding that title he's got a bullseye he's got to act like and that's what i wrote about being the top champ i love the jokes i know the rock joked i know flair made his jokes so top champs can joke right but you also have that serious element that you know that they're like legitimate so i like kofi finally somewhat you know Turn it on when you have to. Turn it on when you have to. Right. And, you know, the New Day still act like clowns when they come out and do the pancake crap. But Kofi's starting to be like, hey, get in this ring, you know, Dolph especially. And they're kind of showing more fire. So I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then I like uh, number eight. This one might be a stretch. But I love the fact that pro wrestling is getting more and more plugs on Fox TV. And I just wrote that. It's just super cool. You know, MLB World Series is going to be on. NFL Sunday is going to be on. And what are they talking about? They're talking about WWE. It just seems ridiculous in a lot of ways, but it was. And they were on the NASCAR races. Charlotte was there promoting it the other week. I know they just had a baseball game, and they were talking about SmackDown coming. And it goes back to the new logo, like SmackDown on Fox. It just seems like a weird fit, but I love it. If you spent a billion dollars to get a program (laughs) on your network... I think you'd want to promote it because yeah, you kind of yeah. want to make that money back. <laughs> you better, you better do it. So I know, I know it's 2019, but a billion dollars—that's more money than I've ever dreamed of seeing. So I mean, that's still a billion dollars. Yeah, and that's just SmackDown. USA is also paying Raw a billion dollars. So number nine, I wrote um, this one. You might not agree with, but mm-hmm. I wrote. Um, I love the fact that WWE is not afraid to take chances. And I, I wrote about the wild card. Yeah, it's kind of a garbage thing and just kind of made up on the fly. But you know what? They added it. It's something cool. And I wrote even um, the past two years for Survivor Series, the week before, they just randomly changed the card completely. Yeah, I noticed that. that Daniel Bryan won the title from AJ Styles the year before. Also, Jinder Mahal lost it to AJ. Are you and, sure it's taking chances, or could it be like dimension senility? Yeah, I mean, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote specifically Vince McMahon. I said he does not give two hoots about anything. <laughs> no, he he does not. So I mean, apparently we, he hates uh, sneezing. Uh, like, yeah, I think Donald Trump just had a quote, too. and he won't he won't uh, sh- uh, grow his beard because he can't let it win. Yeah, he. <laughs> I guess the sneezing part is, it shows that he's not in control. He needs to control everything, and sneezing is a natural body function, you know. So he lets it. The body wins when it sneezes, and he can't let it win. (laughs) I mean, this is a diagnosable issue here. I mean, has any mental health professional (laughs) had any inkling? Maybe, hey, go check on him. (laughs) Yeah, I think there was a story where he just like glared at someone that sneezed one time, and (laughs) and the story was. um, I mentioned Donald Trump. I forgot he was doing an interview, and like someone coughed in the background, and he was just like, "Are you kidding me? Like, we got to redo this whole thing now." And there's oh yeah, it was just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I read that. So Trump and McMahon are buddies, so maybe there's something there. (laughs) No more of those two talk. But anyways, I wrote number 10. I I love the WWE Network is still $9.99. There's been talk of the price going up. There's been talk of different tiers and different different levels, you know, an extra dollar for this, an extra dollar for that. I mean, that top-level tier did sound quite enticing before they, you know, stopped supporting Yeah, there's lots of different ways they could definitely go with it, and I'm sure it would make them even more money. But, oh, yeah. you know, in June 2019, we're still getting all the pay-per-views, everything. Right. It's $9.99. 10 bucks a month. I, I don't know about you, but 
I don't want to go back to paying fifty dollars a month for pay per views. That's that's kind of the issue that the dilemma I'm facing with AEW is that every pay per view is fifty bucks, and I I'm not going down that route again. No, know? no, no, I don't think so at all. And I wrote this when the network launched, and people were kind of taking shots at it because you know it took I think a year. I think it was the Royal Rumble 2015 when it finally turned a profit. Yeah, which is funny because that was the whole boycott, canceled network trending <laughs> thing. And then they released, yeah, we've reached a million subscribers, so suck it. Right. So, um. You know, I wrote when it launched, it's like, we don't want it to fail. I don't want it to go back to how it was. Oh, absolutely not, yeah. Like, this thing better work. I don't want it to go back to how it was. So. And it, and it's actually a good model for, like, I, I kind of hope AEW comes out with their own. I hope New Japan comes out with their own. Yeah, um, I think New Japan New, does. New, have... New Japan does, but it's more internet-based, and, like, I want something that I can watch on my big TV, so I got to get some type of I device. Cause... All right, I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> so number 11... I wrote, I love the new 24-7 championship. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, <laughs> and people are getting TV time, like you've been saying this entire time. It, it's yeah. only good for them. That's that's only good for them, and our new champion is Drake Maverick, who won oh, it. Oh, really? He won it at the end of SmackDown. He had um, he was dressed up as Carmella. Are, are we sure he's still champion? It's been uh, a couple of days. Last update. This is currently <clears throat> Thursday night, so I believe he is. So, anyways, um, Truth was, of course, running out of the arena. Of and course. Carmella was there waving... Wake him into like a Hummer or like a waiting truck or whatever. And then all of a sudden the referee gets out and he's like, what? And then you go back to quote unquote Carmella and it was Drake Maverick in a wig and he's wearing the cut off Carmella shirt and stuff. <laughs> he looked just like her. Right. Sure enough, he rolls them up and then he gets One, in two, the truck, three. drives away and yells, I'm getting married and I'm the champ. And then Truth is sitting there on the concrete floor all confused going, Carmella never told me she was getting married, <laughs> and I wasn't invited. <laughs> so he still doesn't. Good old truth. He still doesn't know what's going on. And then Drake's As he been, hasn't known what's going on since 2008. <laughs> yeah, like when he got in the rumble and started climbing a ladder. <laughs> little Jimmy. <laughs> Need little I Jimmy. say more? Right. He's got to bring that. Maybe Little Jimmy is the new 24-7 champion. There you go. Don't know how you'd pin him. But anyways, so Drake Maverick, perfect guy. He was doing absolutely nothing with AOP. That seems to be going nowhere either. And then all of a sudden... Isn't somebody injured or are they... Oh, no, they just got cleared. Yeah, they just got cleared. And actually on uh, SmackDown, I think it was, they were just backstage walking. And then the Iconics walked past them and were like, hmm, not bad. So maybe they were eyeing up some uh, AOP there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe. Whoa, there she goes. Oh, there she goes. All right, so number 12, I have... Um, you probably don't agree with this one, but I love the fact that we have a legitimate heel. Somebody that nobody likes, booed, all this stuff. And, yes, I'm talking about Shane McMahon. I I wrote everybody kind of looks for, it's like we need real heels. We need this, Yeah, we do. Heels that actually do, you know, are are competitors. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. And I wrote that, you know, Baron Corbin could be the next closest thing. But, you know, everyone talks about we need, you know, screw the quote-unquote cool heels. We need real heels that do this, this, and this. Right, right. You know, so, you know, it may not count, but. You know, I mean, they got Kevin Owens sitting there. Like, he'd be perfect. Yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I got it, yeah. but Well, even just Kevin Owens as a heel, no matter what program he's in, he always kills it. I mean, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens kills it no matter what. Yeah, but. him and Zayn have been, you know, done nothing. I think right. Zayn hasn't won a match since he came back. Yeah. And I think it's, I forgot the stat. It's something like six weeks in a row now he's been pinned on TV. He's he's going after Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Hey, you never know. He's going to be tag champ in two years you at Mania. You never know. <laughs> and you never know. So 13, I wrote, I love uh, 
Dolph Ziggler returning right now for a quick feud with uh, Kofi Kingston. I can dig it. And I wrote, you know what, it may ultimately be just failure to give Kofi a few wins before he maybe loses the title in a few months. But you know what, forget it. Dolph Ziggler can kind of come in and do his thing. So, you know, I'm glad that he's back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and he's he's great every time he's in the ring. I caught I caught a little bit of his promo yesterday where he was like really emphatically saying it will be me. Like yeah, that he seems keeps to be saying it should have been me, and then right. he said this Sunday it will. It be. will be. Yeah, and that was that was pretty compelling. I like it because yeah. you know it kind of fits. He thinks that he's been passed over. Right. I mean, Kofi. You know, you could make it for the case. longest time. He's been the show off, and then he hasn't won a title. So now he's kind of like you know. Yeah, what I wonder am I if he. Off? Yeah, what am I showing off? <laughs> I wonder if he does go to him and say, "Hey, if I commit to you guys full time, like, right. am I going to get anything?" You know? Yeah, right. So I wonder if just by now they realize, oh, he's going to be in and out. You know, he's not going to win then. You know, right. obviously. So I wonder about take that. a part timer out. Right. So number fourteen, I wrote, "I love the Firefly Funhouse." It started out as obviously a joke and a stupid thing and like what the heck is Bray Wyatt doing? But now each week, and I will point out that this week he uh, ended it by disappearing. I watched that. That was killer. So I said it last week, but uh, he's, uh, yeah, we might get to him later on at Stomping Grounds. It's getting creepier and creepier It's getting and creepier. very creepy. I thought last week's may, or not last week's, this past Monday's may have been maybe the best episode besides the original one. Yeah. So. I guess you can mark another one down. You love the Firefly Funhouse. I think it's kind of a guilty pleasure of everyone. It's kind of like the 24-7 title. We're just Uh-oh. kind of like, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> we, we got a disagreement. All right, house. Holly, go All ahead. Right, let speak it go. up. What's I don't up? like it. You don't like Why it? Why not? Is it, cre- is it the kids snaring in the distance? It's bad. It's just the whole thing is just creepy. Yeah. It is creepy, and that's the <laughs> point. <laughs> that's the whole point. That's the whole point, and he's going to come out at some point, and I still do kind of wonder like how it's going to go into the matches and you know how it will actually work. The only thing that I'm kind of sad about this new Bray Wyatt character is if he gets new music, because I really dug that old song. Yeah, he had it for an entrance theme. Yeah. At, was it 30? Was it yeah. 2014 against yep. Cena, I think? Wait, yeah, Cena. All right, so yeah, I, I hope he keeps it, but... You know, if he's going to revamp everything, you kind of right, got to kind of have to do that. But I think the singer of that was in a band called the Jesus and Mary Chain way, way back oh, in nice the name. 90s. Yeah, it just kind of has some history. He was on the Crow soundtrack, which I listened to incessantly as a child. All right, all right. Number 15, I wrote, this kind of goes back to before, but I love Samoa Joe and Finn Balor as mid-card champs. And basically I wrote, if if they're not going to get the run at the top, which right. I think everyone kind of thinks they deserve a run, at least, you know, short-term run, if anything, um, you know, then they can have the intercontinental. They're US getting title. that. They're getting that regimented, you know, uh, workhorse title in. I mean, Finn Balor did have his shot at the top, and then he had to turn. One it day in. as universal yeah. champ, and then got. But hurt he was for the first. Months. He was the he first. He was the first. He can say that for the rest and of yeah, his life. And yeah, he came up first night on Raw. He beat Roman Reigns to become the number one contender, right? and then beat Rollins at SummerSlam in 2016. And then yeah, one day and he got hurt. And there he was. Yep. And then he hasn't been universal champ since. He got the shot against Brock, but obviously that wasn't gonna happen yeah so we, we all knew that no so you know same with joe you know if they can kind of use this to kind of then be the next step up and that'd be great so i just like them as champs right now and i'd point out again finn balor was not on smackdown for whatever week in a row now it is which i'm starting to think something's going on right but apparently he'll be there sunday so either way Number 16, I wrote, I love every NXT TakeOver. Absolutely. I don't that even think that I can vibe with. We, yeah, I don't even think we need to you know, discuss this really, but in the, all these 50 things, I barely even mentioned NXT. So if I brought up NXT, we could you know, be here forever. A long time. Long time. NXT, everything about it, great. So number 17, I wrote, I love the small tease of AJ Styles getting the club back on track. And on Raw this past week, 
Um, AJ Styles was there getting pretty much cleared by the trainer. He's going to be coming back. And, you know, Luke Gallows. What did he have now? I have no idea. Oh, okay. It was something. I think his back had been bothering him again. for a while. Okay. Yeah, again. Well, that that he's kind of like Shawn Michaels, where that just every oh, now yeah, and then yeah. craps up, and it's like, hey, this hurts. Yeah, and you know what? He signed his new deal, so he's getting paid, so whatever. So he was basically met up with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, who were joking around with them, and he pretty much called them out and was just like, you know, can you guys quit fooling around and, you know, go out and win a match for a change? Right. And then they went out and lost in two minutes, and then he <laughs> came backstage, and he was just like, aren't you sick of this? So yeah, I believe they have a match, um, I think it's with Triple H, actually. Um, oh, the really? quote-unquote Bullet Club is advertised in Japan. In Japan, yeah, I knew that. So but Triple H has taken that one. Yeah, up. he's uh, it's those four against I think like Corbin oh, and like a right. bunch of heels. But you know, I don't know why Triple H is tagging onto that one, but <laughs> I guess he wants to fit in with the cool club. But anyways, uh, that seems to be the thing for next month, so that makes sense. And again, it's a different case where. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows apparently have declined yet another, right. you know, contract. Oh, offer. they declined. So now it makes me wonder if this is almost going to be a farewell, like the Shield had their farewell tour. Right, right. Maybe Styles was like, "Hey, if these guys are leaving, let's do something quick with them." Yeah, you know, I mean, leaving yeah. in September, like, give me a few months with them, then I'll go back to solo. Right. Everybody's been kind of waiting for the Bullet Club to do something, you know, in WWE, and it's just Vince McMahon won't pull the trigger. No. <laughs> Pull the trigger, right. So I wonder if, uh, you know, maybe AEW, you know, maybe wants to kind of steal a little bit of that. But You know they're all going to come calling for those two. Maybe not. I'm, I still wonder how much Vince actually knows about all elite or even knows about <laughs> You think the he's Young just Bucks. oblivious? I don't even know if he knows the Young Bucks. Apparently he, he did talk to them the night before the Hardys returned. Okay. Oh, in, yeah, that's right, to take care of them. Yeah, because yeah. in ROH they had a ladder match the night before too. Well, they, they've they had a couple of tryouts with they the They have company. had tryouts, but, I mean, a lot of people have tryouts. I'm sure Good Vince point. doesn't know half the people there. <laughs> but anyways, that goes back to what we were saying earlier about Vince. I'm not sure he knows what's going on half the time. But anyways, that's what... Cena. <laughs> so number 18, I wrote, I love the Alistair Black promos that have been going on in SmackDown Live. I like him too, but let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. I think the uh, I think he wasn't allowed in Saudi Arabia or something. Something about his tattoos were satanic or... Ooh. I don't know how much of that is true. That just seems kind of thing like the Sami Zayn, like he wasn't allowed over. But anyways, that made sense. Wait, Sami Zayn's not allowed over? He was um, Syrian. Because he's Syrian? Syrian, that's it. Yeah, um, apparently they have like... Uh, battles or block. Well, I, the I, countries yeah, don't exactly get along. Get along, right. That's that's crazy. So though. I think Black had something where he couldn't, but that show's over now. So it's right. like, now let's get let's to get it. Let's get to it, right. So um, Randy Orton and him have been wrestling on the live event, so I wonder if Orton eventually steps up and takes and him on. Is the one. So maybe they're kind of testing how that goes. Because if I read rightly, he's been like offering like somebody fight me type thing. Yeah, he wants someone to fight him, and he's just saying nobody will step up. Somebody yeah. fight me. So it seems like an open challenge type thing. It's kind of hard to fight you when you're enclosed in a room, dude. Come <laughs> on. Bring it out. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, number 19, I wrote, I love Ricochet. And he won a five-way this past Monday one and will be- and only he is the one and only and uh, he will be challenging Samoa Joe for the US title at Stomping Grounds. Yeah, that that should be a killer match. Um yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? I don't think Ricochet's going to last very long in that one. Oh, oh I think he's going to go they're going to have a killer killer match. I think it's going to be match of the night. Ricochet is one of those guys that like it looks like he's going to get stomped on and then what was it um Stomping Grounds a good one. Ha. Um <laughs> It was the, one of the last uh, takeovers where it was Alistair and, and Ricochet against 
the Viking War oh, Viking Raider, Raider Machine Experience, Raider machine. <laughs> whatever they're called, whatever they are, who are you know inconspicuously absent. But anyways, uh, Ricochet actually caught one of the big dudes. Like he looks like this little dude, and then the guy comes off the top rope, and Ricochet's like, "Yeah, I got you," <laughs> you know. So I don't think it matters about the size with Samoa Joe. I think Ricochet's going to put on a great show. I would say Ricochet um, would win because he's on a roll. But I would almost say if Mysterio is going to be back soon, he'd want to come for Joe, obviously. Oh yeah, to continue that. But if Mysterio's going to be out for a while and they're just going to kind of move on from it, then. You know, Ricochet is as good a choice as any. But, I guess Sunday we'll find out. But I think Viking Raiders were on main event last week. Oh, yeah, week, yeah, that's But then right. this past week, I think they were on and beat up two schmoes. So, yeah, it's pretty usual. So, you know what, yeah. So, um, number 20, I wrote, I love the Andrade and Zelina pairing. I think uh, not necessarily that they're kind of like Edge and Lita, but right. I think that that has the potential to be like that. And Andrade ended up winning the NXT title in the main event. I'm not saying he's going to be a SmackDown main eventer, but... I think if he is going to do it, it's going to be with Zelina's help. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's going to be an integral part of his character, his gimmick. Yeah, I think so, and uh, just a lot of potential there, and obviously Andrade is kind of going through some stuff now, so that can't happen. But We wish you well. We wish him well, absolutely. So number 21, again, maybe a little cheap one, but I wrote that I have been loving the uh, the short YouTube videos. Each week after Raw and SmackDown, you know, they release these quote-unquote exclusives. Right, yep. Online and you know this the the past week I wrote uh, two examples here. Um, Zach Ryder had a, a little speech <laughs> about wanting to be Universal Champion. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, uh, Zach good, Ryder and Kurt good Hawk, luck with that. Kurt Hawkins kind of like laughed at him and yeah, I was think like, we all laughed at him. Well, Ryder had a little point here. He's like, I've been U.S. Champ, I've been Intercontinental Champ, I've been Tag Champ. Yeah. I got to win the U- Universal Champ now. And then Hawkins was like, maybe the 24-7 title is better (laughs) for you. And then he was like, yeah, 24-7 championship. So either way, I thought that was funny. And then there was another video of Titus O'Neil battling R-Truth under the ring. (laughs) Because on TV, all you saw was them crawl under, but you didn't see it. But this, we got the little 45 seconds of them under the ring and, you know, pretty ridiculous. That would be kind of cool, actually. I need to look this up now. Yeah, so, you know, just (laughs) little— Little little things about that. So number twenty two, I so wrote. I don't have to watch USA to get my <laughs> wrestling fix. Hey, Ooh. you can watch YouTube and wrestling under the ring. So go for it. It's forty five seconds. It's a whole new it. promotion. <laughs> so number twenty two, you don't have to. <laughs> Is that all elite? Is that what they're gonna do? Oh, just they're gonna throw shows in the same place WWE does, just under the ring. <laughs> under the ring. So number twenty two, I have um, something going back to, but you know the thing about no heels. I wrote Baron Corbin for all of his flaws. It seems he's getting better. More yeah. of his matches have been getting better. Even the Seth Rollins one was fine. He just and... needs to quit looking like a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did see that. It's like, is he going to change, or is that part of the, you know, the boo this guy kind of charm? Yeah, I of, guess. Like, I mean... look how ridiculous he looks. So, yeah, that could be. I mean, whatever. So I'll uh, I'll assume he'll be losing this. If that was the case, Seth... though, they would have had him keep his hair. Because, I mean. <laughs> I think his hair was gone. <laughs> he had the whole Hulk Hogan syndrome going on. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think he had much hair left. <laughs> Number 23, I wrote that I love that Cesaro has been busting out his power moves more, and I thought it was uh, super cool. He had a good showing this Monday night again. Dude, he slams Strowman like a rabbit. Yeah, Blah. and then he uh, you know, he does the swing. And actually, I just looked in my column, and I noticed I wrote uh, Caesar. I didn't call him Cesaro. I oh, forgot the o. no. <laughs> I have 
C E S A R. So you need a salad? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I guess a salad showed had a good really chance. Yeah, that might taste pretty good right now. But either way, we love Cesaro, and I just kind of put a little note about you know if uh, Sheamus is going to be out or not, and right. whatever's going on with him. You know, what's there's nothing wrong with having Cesaro new music on his own. So that's a guy that needs to get like a couple of spotlights on him. Yeah, absolutely. I wrote that, um, you know, Randy Orton, when he was champion in early 2014 before Daniel Bryan beat him, right. Cesaro beat him clean on an episode of SmackDown Oh yeah. in February 2014. So, I mean, it was to build up the Elimination Chamber to show that, you know, everyone had Everybody a chance. Everybody had a chance. But yeah, it was a one-on-one match. It was like 15, 20 minutes. And yeah, Cesaro beat the current WWE World Champion, Randy Orton, clean on SmackDown. So, you know, he's there. And then afterwards, they made him the Paul Heyman guy and all that. There was a point when the, uh, the Cesaro section thing started yes. happening and yes. I was watching his matches and I, I actually even tweeted him never got a response hey um, hey now come on but uh, I was like dude I'm sold and when he's on TV I'll watch because he was uh, he was throwing on some really really good matches at that point yeah so I like his uh, new theme in number 24 I just wrote that you know I like the themes did they give him a new theme he has a new theme oh, what is it uh, like his old one or is it just brand spanking new um, no, it's it's absolutely brand new, and you know, again, that tells me he's going to get more of a solo run, and Seamus yeah. might be out for a while. But basically, I just wrote I love um, theme songs, and even if I don't really care for Corbin or New Day, right. they have cool songs. I have to say, as a musician, the CFOs are awesome. Like for yes. the longest time, my dream was to meet Jim Johnston, but I think just hanging out with the CFOs would be like a dream come true. Those guys are brilliant. Yeah, and Jim needs to go into the uh, Hall of Fame now. Absolutely. Year, even oh. if he's not with the company anymore. Right. But I'm guessing AEW maybe. I mean, DX, Undertaker, all of that was all Jim Johnson. All of them, absolutely. And now everything good coming out of their theme songs is all the CFOs. Yes. Man, those guys just have, they got it down. They nail it every time. I so, want to work with them. Yes, we'll, we'll hook you up. So Please. number number twenty five, I wrote that I love Come Charlotte. The lab. <laughs> the lab awaits. I wrote I love Charlotte Fo- Charlotte Flair being a focus of the women's division, but no longer the focus. Yeah, I was gonna say back when you meant we were talking Bailey and that uh, Charlotte has taken some time off to be with Andrade. Uh, even though it's for a bad reason, it's kind of nice that she's off TV. Give you know let people breathe for a minute. Yeah, like, I always forget the stat. It was like three or four years she had been like in every single pay per view women's title match yep. except like one or two, and obviously she is not going to be this Sunday. So. I mean, there's no bash on Charlotte at all. She's great. She no, had, she's got amazing the... talents. Just for a while there, she was just kind of overexposed. Yeah, so, you know, it is kind of nice to take a breather, breather breath, sometime. Yeah. And uh, number 26, I realized I made another typo. Uh-oh. I wrote <laughs> this Man, you got to edit your stuff. I don't, and I've admitted this Holly, years ago. You need, to, you need to read his columns now. I've it's admitted this for mandatory. years, so you can put me I on record. I can't even help him because he criticizes my writing. Oh, How, now you have no ground to criticize. I have no ground to do anything. <laughs> no stomping ground either. But anyways, oh. I wrote number 26. This is a bad typo. <laughs> And by the way, I don't proofread, so you can put me on record right now. I've wrote this before. I don't. I type oh, it out, boy. and I, yeah, try, yeah. But anyways, number- Be professional, folks. Absolutely. Number 26, <laughs> I wrote, I love seeing Dana Brooke put in more of the work, and you have talked to anyone backstage. If you ever talk to anyone, one of the first people they'll, na- they'll name is Dana Brooke. And, you know, I thought it was cool that, you know, she had that oh. little thing with Ronda Rousey. You know, she yeah, lost in like right. 30 seconds, but she gave a- But she gave a, a stunning promo. She gave a great promo. She was all passion. She was all fired up about it, and she lost in 10 seconds. But it was great. And then I saw this past week, she yeah, got busted open. I guess really bad. Pretty bad. And I 
guarantee you she wanted to keep going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. So back to my typo. Instead of Dana Brooke, I wrote Dan Brooke. <laughs> Sorry, Dana. Wow, Dan. dude. I, I haven't checked the comments section, but I bet I'm getting lit up right oh, now. Oh, man. You I, know. I bet it's bad. I mean, that's not even, it wouldn't come if up as a typo. Slow, if you slow down. I know, but it wouldn't be a take typo. Take a deep breath once in a while. I can't, I can't. <laughs> I got this drink going on. But anyways, it wouldn't even come up as a typo, you know, because Dan, Dan would be, a, yeah. you know, it wouldn't come up. It'd just be like, oh, Dan Brooke. So, Basically, you're lazy and you didn't read your stuff. Wow. <laughs> Moving on. Shots fired. Sorry, Dana. So number 27, I wrote, um, I love Daniel Bryan as SmackDown Live Tag Team Champion. I not just Dan wrote, Bryan? Um, actually people do call him Dan. So actually that would, Sorry. <laughs> people, people do call him Dan. So I would just say that I did that I on just purpose. Wanted, I just wanted to throw that a little bit, but anyways, okay. Back to Dan. Throw the shade. That's good. So anyways, I just wrote that, you know, he can do anything in a snap of the fingers. He could move up to the main event. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Hey, we need an opponent for Finn Balor. Daniel Bryan can there do it. There you go. Hey, we need a tag team champ to kind of show rowing the ropes. Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan can do it. Yeah, he's kind of that u- utility, versatile, I can do anything kind of. Yeah, uh, so talent. like if next month it was announced, you know, Bryan versus Kofi again, would anyone complain? It'd be like, no. Oh, absolutely not. Be like, heck no, bring it on. Let's do it. So I love Daniel Bryan in that spot right now, and they're facing heavy machinery, <laughs> which uh, that <laughs> ducky, um, ducky, ducky. <laughs> funny little thing with Otis, but. Anyways, number Pretty lady. Uh, yeah, he's got a thing about Mandy Rose. <laughs> Even years ago in NXT, they had a yeah. Halloween Battle Royal. He dressed up as Mandy Rose. <laughs> I saw that. I saw a clip of that. Yeah, Otis <laughs> needs awesome. to calm down a little bit. Otis there. is awesome. But we love you. So number he's 28. He's my hero. <laughs> spirit animal. Otis is my spirit animal. I look up to Otis. Yes. So number 28, I wrote, um, I love Drake Maverick. I love that he's taking the ball and running with it. And people always say, you know, the story, oh, that's chicken crap. Well, take the chicken crap and make it into chicken right. salad. Right, absolutely. And that's what he's done. He's made the wanted be a posters. Horrible chicken salad. Yeah, that, that wouldn't taste so good. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that. But he's. I don't know, but that sounds really good right now. Maybe. Chicken <laughs> crap salad? No, chicken salad. But we're just making her hungry over here. I've, yeah. I'm, we're all hungry. It's been a long day. <laughs> we should order takeout. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Bring Take it a, to the lab. Bring it to the lab. Yeah. They're like, we know where that is. <laughs> Sending it over. So uh, now he's the 24-7 champion. So, you know, he's living life right now. So number 29, this is a quick one. I wrote, I love seeing Eric Young getting smashed with a chair on TV. Oh, my. So he was talking to Baron Corbin about potentially kind of helping him out win the title this Sunday. And right. Seth Rollins was like, Hey, Eric, I hope you're not going to take that offer and all these things. And he's like, we go way back. And Eric's like, no, 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 I wasn't going to do it. So he's like, all right, I respect you. Shakes his hand. And Eric Young starts walking away. And, of course, we see Seth Rollins had a chair and just completely beats him up with it. So yeah, you know my thing about Eric Young. Yeah, you. uh, I remember when he got put in NXT, you were like, I've never been a fan. I'm like, oh, this guy hates him. (laughs) Whenever he says he's not a fan, that's that's the ire. So if they're looking for uh, ratings, uh, just – Put Eric Young in a steel chair. You'll at least have one. <laughs> smash him with a chair for 20 minutes. Number wow. 30, I wrote, um, I love Tyler Breeze being back in NXT. Yeah, I dig that. Uh, he seems to be having a lot more fun, too. Awesome. And the episode uh, Wednesday night I watched, and he came out. There was a big tag team match. He was a part of it. I think it was a six-man tag match main event. He came out in the opening segment, and crowd just went nuts. Yeah. You know, they love him in NXT. So Absolutely. I call him the NXT original. Everyone else has been calling him the, I think it was NXT OG or something they were calling him. but I like original better. <laughs> Either way, to me. He doesn't have that gangster vibe. No, sorry. to me, he's the NXT original. So that's super cool. And number 31, kind of a weird one, but I love the fact that we are officially beginning to appreciate John Cena. 
Dun, 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 dun. It's uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. And finally, you know, he was backstage the other night doing something, but. You know, it was just like, all right, so now people are almost kind of clamoring, like, hey, when is Cena coming back? We haven't had a match in a while. You know, he wasn't, he didn't have a match at Mania. He did the thing with Elias, you right. know, Thugonomics. But, you know, it's been a while since he's been in the ring, and obviously he's doing his thing with um, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, which, by the way, my two sisters said they watched. The older sister, not the younger really, sister. I heard it got really good ratings. Yeah, I think it's uh, 6 o'clock on uh, Nickelodeon. Six oh, o'clock really? our time, but what? Wait, what? John Cena's the host, or what? Yeah, yeah, they brought it back. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? On Nickelodeon. Oh, I don't have Nickelodeon. Although the contestants <laughs> are having a really hard time because they can't see him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and my jokes are bad. All right, so number thirty-two, I wrote, I love heavy machinery, and then I wrote, Oh, tucky, tucky. <laughs> oh, tucky, tucky. That's so, why you gave me that look. <laughs> so just a quick one right there. <laughs> I gotta get a soundbite. We need to play that every time somebody we, says his name. I think we do need soundbites, so maybe Otis can hook us up. I'll with work one. on that. So yeah. Number thirty-three, I wrote, I love the Lars Sullivan destruction of the Lucha House Party. And I thought he looked like a million bucks. I thought it was like one of those better. Again, I don't like the word squash, but I thought it was one of the better squash matches we've seen in a long time, because he just freaking threw them, th- threw them around, throwed them, throwed them around. <laughs> Another typo. He just threw them around, and those guys took a beating. Yeah. And if anyone hasn't seen it, I would say watch it. These guys, I hope they're okay. I don't think they've been on TV. <laughs> I hope would they're you? okay. <laughs> no, but then um I saw this morning no, not this morning. On my break at work, I checked yeah. out and Lars is going to be out for possibly a year. 9 months or yeah. yeah, knee injury. Messed up his knee and like we yeah. were saying last week, there's not a whole lot of blood running around there, so knee injuries take forever to heal. You know, and then on top of that, then you got to rehab. I mean, bring everything back to where it was. Oh. Yeah, I mentioned him last week as one of my clowns because that was kind of the early word, and right. I didn't want to say anything. But you know, it sucks for him. Obviously, he had his anxiety thing, and obviously his social media, or right? His blog and now posts. he gets injured. Man, that's just like a triple. And now he's out for, what, six, Three nine, strikes, 12? man. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know. It's so tough to invest in someone. Right. <sighs> it's like, is the company now going to be apprehensive putting him in any, any like, major spot? Because I mean, they he, had to have been enough already. Right, and now it's just kind of showing he can't handle it. Maybe he built himself up in his physique and all that the wrong way so that now he's super injury prone. I mean, that's a fear, or is he just making mistakes? Like, yeah, I don't know. And then even the week before, I thought he finally spoke. He had his first interview right? in the ring. Right, yep. And, you know, they, it was pretty risky to put him in the live audience, and I thought he nailed it. They started out giving them what chance, and then by the end of it, they were into it, and I right. thought he did a great job. And uh, now he's hurt. That's that's too bad. I guess we'll find out when he comes back. I mean, back. It, it's kind of the revival syndrome. You know, they had yeah. all that momentum coming from NXT being the first ever two-time champs, and then they get brought into the main roster, and he gets his jaw broke. Yeah, it kind of sucks for him. I think fans maybe like kind of celebrating over him stuff, and that's not cool, you know? Right, yeah. Never about his injury, especially with you his— You never want to wish someone ill. Yeah, or his, his mental health. Like, that's nothing to joke about, but it does just suck right. for the guy. And, you know, as a company, you know, it seems heartless, but, you know, they— Kinda they got to move on. They got to do what they have to do sometimes. I mean, you talk about liability, and now there's people, you know, risk of actually hurting people. You know, if his knee gives out while he's holding somebody up. Yeah, that would obviously then suck. So right. number 34, kind of banking off that a little bit, I wrote, I love the fact that 
WWE is at least trying to give Paige something to do. She was also had to retire, you know, young. Right. They gave her, she was interviewing for a while, then she's ambassador. She had the movie, and then she was general manager. Now I she's, thought she killed it as a general manager. Yeah, she was great in that, but, you know, we needed more Shane, so you know how that goes. Yeah. So now she's managing the Kabuki Warriors. Is, that is what she? Because I didn't see her. Yeah, she was on this past week, oh. and apparently, I think it's next I guess week. I watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh, Kyrie Zane and Asuka are getting their tag team title match against the Iconics. I think they said it would be in Japan. Oh, so is that at a live event or something? That makes me think a title change. But it was funny because all at the same time when they were like, "And it will be," and then all three of them said, "Iconic," and right? And they did the little pose, and you know, Kyrie Zane and Asuka. I'm not even sure they knew what was going on, but they, <laughs> they, they just kind do of do this when she says "will be." Yeah, they kind of messed up the timing, and you can just see them kind of like looking off to the side. And yeah, Paige is doing it, but you know, I love the fact that you know, even Corey Graves, you know, he had to retire young, right? So I was like, "We'll learn the ropes." Do this this and this and then obviously he landed on commentary. now he's there yep killing so, it yep so number 35 at least he doesn't have the frosted tips anymore oh boy that's no, no. bad maybe carmella didn't like that <laughs> number 35 i wrote that i love the fact that randy orton is there but not really right he's not been on tv much but he's kind of slithering kind of slithering around out there and i i can think of a lot of feuds right now he could be doing but then i wrote like uh two years ago or last year i mean it was you know, Bobby Roode needed someone for the U.S. title to right. feud with. Randy Orton. Well, Triple H needs someone in Saudi Arabia as a legend. Put in Randy put Orton. In Randy Orton. Hey, Jeff Hardy inside the cell. Who can we put against to rip his ear off? Right. Oh, Randy Orton. Ah, that was scary. Hey, we need someone in a Money in the Bank ladder match to RKO everybody. Right. Randy Orton. But, you know, he's earned that. He's he's put in the time. He's done the work. He's got the accolades. So now he's able to kind of relax. But, hey, you need him? He's a viable go-to guy. Yeah, and he's like Mysterio, who he gets, you know, I think it's every other weekend off from live events. And again, right. he's earned that. And I think AJ also Absolutely. was going for that. So, you know, just kind of that name is out there. So anytime, you know, I think Kofi could use him as a challenger for the title. Right. You know, anytime there's something out there. So number 36, I wrote, I love the fact that Renee Young is there as if nothing has happened. Right. That That is kind of killer that they haven't. Back in the day, there was a point where sometimes they would get a little petty. Yeah, yeah, and even in my uh, column, I posted this funny video where it's uh, or it's a video, but the thumbnail is hilarious. It's literally Renee Young sitting there trying to t- talk to old Dino there. Right, he's right. got sunglasses on. <laughs> he's in, half asleep, in, probably. <laughs> probably sleeping, but she fawns all over him. She yeah. loves him, so, you know, that's cool. So I'm glad, you know... You know, Dean Ambrose, they treated him like a king on the way out. Right. That and They they did right by him. That was pretty cool. They did right by him. And Renee but he Young, also did it right. He gave notice. He he made his intentions known. He yeah. didn't do anything on his way out to sully his name. Yeah. So they, they kind of did that mutual thing. I think they did it right. I think they did it right. So number 37, um, kind of going back to something I wrote about earlier, but... I love that Rowan is not being asked to do too much. Right now, he's pretty much the bodyguard. He does power moves when Daniel Bryan needs him, and he pretty much just stands around. But this goes back a few years ago. They tried to push him as a solo act. I don't know if you remember that. They called him. They called him Big Red. Yep. And um, and he was uh he was like. He had a Rubik's Cube, and yeah, then the camera would pan away, and the thing would be solved. Yeah, he would solve Rubik's Cube. I was actually back. excited for where that was going. I thought so, too, and I think at one point he even like kind of stalked Renee or like the backstage girl announcers. I don't know if you remember this. No, I don't remember that one. Yeah, but each week he'd kind of like walk past them, and you know it was just kind of creepy, and then you know the fans did cheer him a little bit, but yeah. it was never going to work his, out. His theme was awesome. I always liked his theme, his entrance theme. But his yeah, theme. it's been kind of shown that when he gets that spotlight put on him, it 
doesn't end up well. He needs to be in a tag team or with somebody being the bodyguard. Yeah, muscle. so I like, you know, that you kind of use, you maximize people's strengths. Right. Like, don't ask him to put on a 30-minute classic. Like, he's yeah, not going to be able yeah, to do it. Yeah, right. So just kind of go to his strengths, and I think Didn't right he have now. have a stairs match with Big Show? Yeah, it was tables, ladders, chairs, and, and stairs. stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he lost that match, yeah, which spelled think, the end of his run. Uh, yeah, the singles. Like, yeah. if you're losing to Big Show, like, uh, <laughs> oh. well, come on. Big Show at that point had been losing to everyone. He so. gave my wife a hug. Oh, That was nice. one of her bucket list items was to get a hug from the Big Show. Did he just, like, it. engulf? Oh, his... more or less, yeah. We got pictures of it. Oh, my yep. gosh. I don't think I've met him. That's super cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Didn't uh, John Cohn shout out to him? Yeah, yeah, he held my uh, camera for, or I have my phone for that. Me and John, every time John Cohn's on, on TV, I'm like, that's my friend. He held my camera. <laughs> John, I love you. Um, well, I don't go that far. Well, maybe. But number 38, <laughs> I wrote, um, I love Sami Zayn as the annoying pest. He just comes out that does the dancing. and the, That does seem to be his uh, wheelhouse right there. He does. He has a very nice way of agitating the crowd in just and, the right way. Yeah, and in NXT, uh, he was actually one of those guys where I was just like, I can't see him being a heel. Right? I, I thought so too, see, actually. Like, fans loved him so much when he yeah. won the title and the Kevin Owens feud and everything. And then when he turned, you know, and helped Owens inside the cell again. Shane, right. I, I, irony there. And then, um, you know, he's just been great at it, and fans don't like him. So, Do you think we'll ever see El Generico in WWE? Well, we saw Juan Cena, so <laughs> anything is possible. Actually, I don't think we ever saw Juan Cena. That was for the live uh, events only. I don't I remember him in the mask, though. Yeah, Juan Cena. <laughs> Not John Cena, his cousin from Mexico. His cousin, right. Um, Just like the conquistadors. <laughs> yes. Number 39, we had kind of mentioned this earlier, but I love the fact that Seamus is taking this time off and getting in the best shape of his life. I don't know if you've yeah, been following Yeah, like 40 him. pounds or something he lost. He's ripped now, so he's not taking this easy. He's not, like, you know, losing his shape and going, like, I'm going to retire out of shape now. Yeah. Like, like, no, he's battling back. And I wrote that, you know, if Cesaro's going to do his thing, Seamus can easily do th- his thing. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about once he gets healthy and is back in there, you need a monster heel. You need a, a bad guy for whatever. Seamus is one of those guys, again, that is versatile. And can yeah, do and you that. can plug him in anywhere. I even wrote he's a former Money in the <clears> Bank <throat> winner. He's a former Royal Rumble winner. He's a former King of the Ring winner. And yep. he's a former WWE World Champion. Oh, yeah. So he's done it all. He has the credentials. He can do it. So number 40, I wrote... I love The Miz is finally getting the respect. He's not getting wins. Yes, he got pinned on Raw and pinned on SmackDown once again. Yeah. So, But nice. he is getting the respect. You're right. And he's he's one uh, that actually won me over. Yeah, so that's uh, that one was kind of uh, for you. But I like the family man thing. And like you, right. you know, he's finally earned that after all these years. Yeah, absolutely. So that's super cool. And I know he also has been doing more media this week. They're in California. So obviously they can film some stuff there. But number 41, I like that or I love but I love basically like anything Triple H does. Like he's in a big match, he can win it against Batista. He can lose a big match against Randy Orton. He can right. come out and cut a promo and make fun of himself about with Stephanie. He can have a brawl. <laughs> he can come in and be Papa H as they call him in NXT. Right. You know he's kind of like the father figure to all them. Then he attends all the meetings and stuff for the company behind the scenes, and he can do anything. And at the end of the day, he can still go home to Stephanie McMahon and his kids. And, and his he kids. and apparently he's a fantastic father too. So I mean. Yeah, you you nailed it right there. That guy is a quintessential workhorse slash family man slash business guy. Slash everything. And I kind of had mentioned this um, a few weeks ago with Super Showdown. But, you know, I loved him leading by example. He didn't right. ask them to do anything he didn't do. He took the 20-hour flight. Yep. He didn't have to wrestle in the, what, 105-degree <laughs> yeah, ridiculous right. conditions. But he went out there. He did the exact same thing. And if anybody didn't want to go, 
fine. You don't yep, have to go. You didn't have to. Um, and it also just shows though, like anything good takes hard work. Like you got to work for it. Yeah. So number 42, I wrote, um, this one you may not agree. I wrote sue me. I love the legends returning for one-off boats, you know, even the undertaker Goldberg. I love that, that, that we can get a never say never. Oh, match. I love that stuff. I mean, cause it brings back, you know, memories from my childhood. You know, a lot of these legends that are quote unquote coming back, you know, that's stuff that was big when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that stuff. And as long as, you know, it's kept to five or 10 minutes, it's not stealing right. anyone's spot. Like, exactly. It's, it's not, there for a nostalgia thing and nothing. more. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. And do that at mania, do that at a super showdown where the, you know, the host wants. What was it not too long ago, a few years or so where Bret Hart was part of a survivor series team or something like that. Oh, and, the SummerSlam against right. the Nexus. And they didn't, they didn't, he wasn't in the match a whole bunch, but he got in, he got to do all the hits, you know, we got to see yeah. the sharpshooter and stuff like that. But obviously Brett can't go like he used to. No, and I think he was eliminated by like punching Heath or somebody in the Nexus, Heath Slater maybe, like too much. The ref was trying to back him away. And oh, just, yeah. And they, <laughs> and they disqualified him. And that's how he left. Or I think he like took a chair to someone because whatever. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take a quick little plug here. So uh, before I get to number 43, which will be about Ronda Rousey, but I'm going to quick plug here that you are listening to the 4114 Site Wrestling Podcast. You know all about that on the 411 Podcasting Network. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and, of course, 411mania.com, where you can find all my great columns and everything else. <clears throat> so cheap little plug there. Holly, do you have anything to plug for us? What the heck is Stitcher? <laughs> Stitcher? Oh, boy. All right. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Resident Complex. Hey, the Resident Complex debut album, North Avenue, is available everywhere music is sold. You can find us on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, you name it, you can find it. Just type in The Resonant Complex, and there we are. All righty. So speaking of stitches, we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey here. <laughs> I'm going to write real quick. I loved her one-year run. You know, she came yeah. in, did the Rumble, did the Mania thing, obviously, which my was my, that was my match of the year last year, the tag match with Kurt Angle. Right. She did the thing with Nia Jax about facing someone bigger than her finally, and then she won the title. And then she lost it clean in the main event to Becky Lynch, who deserved right. it in the main event, you know, women. So, you know, she pretty much, uh, she did what she set out to do. And uh, She WWE, came, she saw, she conquered. Yeah, WWE Network just did a little thing on her, and they showed her an angle before WrestleMania 34 training. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this part. I did but not. She, um, I think she had said something like she's going to steal the show or she's going to make everyone remember them as the main event, even if they're not. Yeah. And then I think um, she said something, and then the producer said something like, the women have never been a part of the Mania Mania event. And then she said, wait till next year. Ooh. So if she wasn't in she her day. She called her shot. She was already thinking, you know what? If me and Angle aren't going to get it this year, I'm going to get it yeah. next year. Well, so. like we had mentioned, uh, I think right after Mania, is that uh, Ronda was brought in for that. Charlotte uh, was born into that, and then Becky earned her way to that. Yeah, so they all got it. And, Absolutely, it know, was designed. It was it was a beautiful design. I it mean. was perfect. Everything worked out. So, um, number forty four. This is kind of another cheap plug, but I love that WWE gives us all this content. You know, even if you don't watch it, you don't need there to watch it. A lot. <laughs> There's a lot of content. Even WWE Network just had another special on. You know, the ride along shows. You know, I wonder if anybody has done the math, but well, how long would it take you to watch everything on the network? Um, it would take forever, but I just wrote that. I love that it gives us content. I love that we can go on the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast each week, and there's always something. And, you know, there's a pay-per-view. There's television. There's controversy online. There's internet complaints, or there's this big hoopla over something. Right. There's always something. It's year-round. 
there's always something they can give us for. And when in doubt, you know, you can always do a top five list and look back on past years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there is a lot that they have to offer. So, I mean, it is, you know, like we were saying, that nine ninety nine is a fantastic deal for what it is. It's fantastic. That's why I haven't, uh, you know, canceled out because there's so much stuff that I still do enjoy to watch. And the pay-per-views are just a killer rate. I mean, you can't beat it. Yes, 45, I wrote, uh, this one's kind of a new one, but I love the idea of a WWE-themed college course at Harvard. This this is intriguing. Like this is interesting. What it's about the the business aspect of like what they do as a business, okay, and as a company, and kind of I guess going to follow like you know what they've done. You know, with... so it actually has practical application. It's not like going to learn Klingon or something because apparently you can major in Klingon. But what really? is that going? Yeah, what is that going to do for yeah, you? Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is like a study on the Firefly Funhouse. Like a... <laughs> I mean, that could get in depth. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be a different psychology. That's called psychology, right? Yeah. <laughs> that might be something else. You'd get doctors coming out of that class, <laughs> probably. But I like the fact that. You know, that even now Netflix just announced they're making WWE theme movie. So they've been filming it. Kofi Kingston, I believe, is going to Oh, be. yeah, I read that, yeah. So, again, I kind of go back. I love the fact that Fox TV, I wrote when I went and saw the new Godzilla movie, which is mm-hmm. pretty good, the first two trailers were movies starring Batista. Oh, really? It seemed kind of funny, you know, that the first two were with the starring <laughs> Batista. It felt kind of out of place, but that's cool to me. I love the fact that the main Hobbs and Shaw, uh, Fast and Furious spinoff, right. the, the main trailer is showing The Rock and Roman Reigns doing the, ooh, you know. That's, oh, the Samoan. Yeah, that's yeah. the main scene they keep showing. I forget I, what that's called. I forgot what it's called. Some, but it's, I, I, you know, it's funny, a couple years ago, real quick, is uh, we saw a Hawaiian football team, college Hawaiian, okay. uh, take on the Badgers, and they did that before. Nice. The, and it was really cool to Isn't see it. Is it like a, a dance or something, or what's it called? It's, it's, a, it's, tribal... basic, it's a tribal, it's almost a dance, but it's meant to strike fear in your opponents. Yeah, like almost like a taunt. Or and it's kind of party, like calling yeah. to the gods to bless them on their conquest that they're about to undertake. Yeah, so I just wrote, you know, all that stuff, even the Harvard thing. I just wrote, yeah. when wrestling wins, we win, because we're all fans of it. So right. it's just cool to see that. And I wrote number 46. I love Drew McIntyre as the stud. <laughs> I Anytime, saw you call him the stud, and I'm like, he's the stud. Anytime he's, are we putting him out the pasture? Are we getting little Drew McIntyre's for him, or what? No, he's the stud. <laughs> There's nobody like him. But anyways, he's a future champion. I'm pretty sure about that. Oh, still. absolutely. And anytime your team with a McMahon, that just means more TV time. Right. And this week he had a good showing. I'm not sure how he'll do with Roman Reigns on Sunday. But, you know, we saw how their Mania match ended, so I'm afraid of Roman since he lost to Shane. You know, I'm afraid Roman may need a win back. Yeah. But I guess, uh, Holly, what do you think of Drew McIntyre when I call him the stud? I don't think the words are appropriate for this. <laughs> I do not, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. He's the stud. So number 47, I wrote... Well, no, hold on. Go back. I want to I wanna say that I think he seems to be handling this particular run better than his last one. He seems to really yeah, be... Yeah, I mean, he was, what, 22-something? He was right. young when Vince called him a future world champion. There's yeah. too much pressure. And he even said he acted kind of like a clown. Right. You know, and he just wasn't It's ready. nice to see that, you know, there's no lost causes. And he went out and, you know, he said he was immature at the time. And I think um, the day he was released, he did an interview online with somebody. And he said he's going to hit the independent scene. You know, he's going to... Yep. He went to Impact, but... You know, he was coming back bigger than better than before. He said his one goal was in a year or two, I'm going to be so good they have to hire me back. Yep. And for the next year or two, he was that good. Be so good they can't ignore you. Exactly. That's a great way to live, really. So, Drew, the first day he was released was, I'm going to be back better than ever. And there you go. At so, least he got it you know, in his head and he figured it out. 
Yeah, so that's the way to look. It's not bitter, like, oh, I'm going to go whine on the indies. And right. It's like, no, I'm going to show them how good I am and come back. So number 47, I wrote, um, I love seeing guys from 205 Live getting the call up. You know, some of these guys are just too good to be there. I wrote Ali. That was supposed to be a one-off, right. but he was so good. They kept him on. Buddy Murphy, something about that, but he's not really doing much. But again, he kind of had outgrown 205 Live, even Cedric Alexander. So I just love it. And now the next step is obviously getting them to do something. The main question is, though, is is 205 Live meant to be a stepping stone? That's kind of where I start to get iffy about it because if that's just meant for the next, you know, to uh, something to jump off of for your next you know, main roster or whatever, then that kind of demeans 205 Live, and that could also be a reason why people aren't paying attention to it because well, it's a less interesting NXT. Yeah, I would argue they've demeaned it since day one. So, well, yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't think they're arguing too much, but, I mean, if they're not touring on their own, right. you know, then it can be a stepping They did stone. try that, and it just... They, they tried a few shows. I think it was last year the year before, and obviously yeah. I don't think that was ever going to work, but I... You know, if they're not doing their own, like NXT, it's it's it is a stepping stone, but right. it's also its brand. They do tour, so you do need stars to stay there. Right? Absolutely, yeah. So it's the catch twenty. It's it's tough. NXT still to me kind of you know like how do you handle it and right and I mean when you steal guys or bring them up or whatever word you want to use, and it's like well then that and then you got to change things around. But whatever. So number yeah. forty eight, I wrote I am loving the Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch couple. This is interesting. Like, are they actually doing something with this, or is they've, it just they've just kind of walked past each other? I think it yeah, was. Yeah, caught that. Seth Rollins the other week when Brock Lesnar destroyed him. Yep. Um, they just showed him getting to uh, uh, into the back of an ambulance, and then all you see was Becky Lynch go in the back with them. Yeah. They didn't mention it. They didn't say anything. But and then there was a little fan video from last Raw where they met, they kind of met each other on the ramp. They exchanged a few words, and then. Yep, because Rollins has been ending shows and always at the, the post has been Becky Lynch in a match. Ah, so okay. it's kind of you know meeting up at the ramp. So yeah. and I quick uh, mentioned here uh, Holly loves these two as a couple. Holly, what do you think of these oh. two? Well, they're they're my celebrity couple right now. She means celebrity crush. She loves Seth Rollins. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. So Uh-oh. I think I'm out of the picture. So number forty nine, we're is gonna move. Hall, on. Is that a hall pass one right there? That's no, a hall no, pass. I no. told oh, her. He said. Yeah, I told He's... her. I said, hey, if Rollins is around, <laughs> you do you. I don't blame you one bit. No, no, no. Until Becky Lynch comes calling. Me. I was going to say, is Becky around? So number 49, I wrote, I love WWE pay-per-views. Even if the shows aren't doing much, you know, yeah. TakeOver, the pay-per-views have more or less been pretty good. So, I mean, there's one this Sunday. I don't have a whole lot about the build and the not a whole lot of hype behind this one but you know what i'm sure it'll be great so aside from the the saudi arabia ones which i didn't pay any attention to just well i was trying to but then we had that issue but um yeah the pay-per-views always seem to be like a big deal and they seem to put a little more into it than you yeah know, this standard. one was um kind of late notice i think this one is the <clears throat> one that had been late announced okay because originally it was called i think backlash but then they had to oh, right, quote yeah. unquote cancel it because of the super showdown. So then they randomly announced Stomping Grounds, which everyone was like, "What the heck, Stomping yeah, Grounds? Right. Like, what is this?" And then they announced it <clears> for <throat> I think it's Tacoma, Washington, which is a completely thing. And sure enough, ticket sales. So it's like yeah. you know you had to kind of expect this going in. So right. I don't know what they're going to do. I think we'll uh, discuss that in a moment here. But I just wrote that, you know what, there's always at least one match that seals the show. There's always at least one moment. There's always one headline or one cliffhanger that at least comes out of each paper. Right. And even if you don't like it, you know, when Bailey cashed in or Brock winning, the, at least it was like, what the heck's going on? You got to tune yeah. in. And, you know, so. Yeah, something always surfaces on my news feed. So <laughs> something happens. So 
Number 50. We made it to number 50. Wow. Can you believe I it? I mean, it only took 58 minutes. Really? That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's very good. Well, we had intros. and Oh, yeah, you know. So number 50, I wrote last but not least, I love the roster. I, I, I mean, s- it's thick and it's, it's there's, I want to say, bloated. It's bloated. No, there's so many guys. I wrote 205 Live, NXT UK. They just signed more people. Yeah. NXT, SmackDown, Raw, and then they're even working with, I believe, Evolve and a couple other independent companies, which yep. if technically they're not under can- contract, but you know pretty much that's what they're going to do at some point is sign them all. So, I mean, I wrote all of that, and then next week on NXT, there's a, I think it's called a breakout tournament. It's going to oh, be yeah, I read that, yeah. eight guys who I believe are all just signed and it's, I think the only like prerequisite is you couldn't have been on NXT before. So now here's eight more guys debuting. Yeah. And all of them are worthy of it. If you look, they've all been in like Impact or ROH or the Indies. So it's now eight more guys. Like, and where in the world does NXT have one hour a week? And right. I mean, you can already mention like Keith Lee's a guy. Keith Lee, where the heck has he been? Yeah. Or Viking Raiders. They've been on main event. So, I mean, I could go Viking down the what? list. Viking one experience. <laughs> War Machine experience Raiders. <laughs> so, even then, and I mentioned EC3. He had a little cameo on Raw this week. Uh, Baron Corbin was like, my referee for this Sunday stomping grounds is. And gets the chair. And then EC3 <laughs> came out. I was like, this is the greatest. And Seth Rollins beat him up with a chair. Him out with a chair. And it was an EC3. So, that was the end of him. And then right. New Day picked him up as a lifeless body and <laughs> mouth words. And EC3, I think, wrote on Twitter. Twitter, every time you laugh, yeah, I die on the inside. Yeah, right? it's like, dude. Like, wow, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you get paid? Because, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm sure you did. Yeah, he's, he's uh, kind of like Drew. His goal was to come back. So, right. You know, But we can talk about EC3 all day. And But anyway, lo- no, we can't. last but not least, I just said, I said, go to the WWE.com roster page. We talked about the champions before. Now think of who's right. not a champion. I mean, there's just too much talent across the board where right. even if the stories aren't exactly what you want them to be or all the negatives, there's nothing you can say about the roster. The next uh, WWE video game is going to be phenomenal because <laughs> they just got so many great... Yeah, apparently they have like some ridiculous uh, trailer they're filming with... Oh, like, really? Like uh, Flair and Hogan. like They're doing like an anniversary type thing where it's just every legend you can think of are in the same room, and I'm guessing a brawl breaks out or something, but... Becky and I think Heyman was there and wow. I guess Sasha. I mean, I mean, I'm waiting for this thing to be released, but I guess it's right. just every legend you can imagine um, is going to be a part of this trailer. So I wonder how that filming went. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that must have been a mess. But anyways, Space I, Mountain, baby. Yeah, always a always a line. So I'm gonna not scroll down to the comment section. I'm gonna avoid. That. <laughs> I'm gonna avoid that for now. But I just wrote at the end of the column, again, 411mania.com. I wrote um, the summary is basically, I said, there it is. See what positive thinking can do for a column. Now it is your turn. Tell me what you love about WWE in 2019. And basically, you know, that's 50 things. And if I talk about NXT, I could keep naming things. So there are things out there. I have 50 of them written down. You know, if you try to be somewhat positive or not just go like, well, this sucked and then Raw was horrible. Well, okay, anyone can do that and it's great and all that. But if you actually look for things that, you know, hey, this is kind of cool. I just named 50 of them. I don't know if you were keeping track too much. Holly, I don't know if you were taking a tag here but that's 50 maybe you know even 35 40 45 even if you agreed with most of them 
there are things out there. So I have to say, I did agree with most of them, other than number five. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you had any <clears throat> more to add to that. I did, and it's kind of tails on to that number five. Uh, what I like about WWE in 2019 is that Brock is not the champion, <laughs> and I like that he lost at Mania. I like it every time he loses. I like him seeing him get his fat mouth punched. It is fat enjoyable mouth. to oh, me. Oh, yes. fat I, I will agree with that. That kind of goes back to our who are all of our champions. Seth right. Rollins, you know, it had been right. a long time coming. He won the Rumble. So I, I fear that we're almost encroaching into Roddy Piper territory where, yeah, I'm paying money to watch, you know, like Kofi or Seth Rollins win a title, but I am also given a little bit of that money to see Brock Lesnar get beat because <laughs> it is always enjoyable when he gets his rear end handed to him. Yeah, I do wonder at some point he will have to come back and – I don't know if he's going to come back to lose again. You know, I know. That's why I do. I, I think the briefcase. Logic you know. states that eventually he's going to hold the belt again and make it as worthless as he did the first 20 times. Hey, last week you called him a waste. He is a waste. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not going to. A waste of space and money and talent. There's so many other well, Ham- people that could go in his position. Hammond was on Raw teasing he'd show up this Sunday. Yeah, again. I know. I, I don't wow. think I don't think he will. But speaking of this Sunday, we're gonna quick go through. Oh yeah, well I had one other one, and it was just oh, basically okay. the women's roster killing it yes. every time yes. they go out there. I love it. About the last couple of years, but especially you know they just get better and better, and they are no longer. And it's nice to see everybody acknowledging that they are no longer the bathroom break match. That's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I, I or agree Baron with Corbin. that one. Holly agrees with that, and I Yay. will quick mention that even you know Ember Moon got some TV time this past right week. on. So anytime she's on TV, obviously uh, you know the women are killing it. They main evented Mania. We know all about that. Now we are waiting for the May Young Classic uh, announcement. Oh, for what it's worth, I have not heard anything about it returning this year, but uh, maybe it will. I would hope so. I think it was. I think it was announced, you know, around this time the past two years. So. Yeah, I don't remember, but I remember watching it and enjoying every minute of it. So uh, hopefully it does happen, but if not, you know, obviously the main roster is more than showed that, you know, they can do all they that. They can handle it right now. And on. then I guess we wait if uh, Evolution is going to return for uh, their own paper. Yeah, that's a good question too. But again, um, I, I saw this idea, um, you know, you could do the Fox uh, when they went to Saudi Arabia you know, obviously the women necessarily wouldn't be involved again. But if uh, they went to Saudi Arabia with the men, perhaps the women could get SmackDown Live as their own that week. Oh, maybe. Because Saudi Arabia likes Fridays, apparently. Right. And SmackDown will be live each week Friday. Oh, they're going to Fridays. Fridays oh, live. Okay. So, you know, so maybe if when the men are there that night, the TV could be... Uh, all that could be interesting if they keep the wild card thing going because that gives them some time for travel. So they could actually, yeah. like, split up. You know, and do different loops of the country. Oh, they have plenty of talent. And then hop around and, you know, Yeah, do just all not that. have a Raw house show that night. Yeah, or live right. Event, I mean. <clears throat> I've also seen an idea of just making the Saudi Arabia shows, just make them legend shows. You know what? Just, yeah. just put the legends. <laughs> Anybody <up>. that can. <laughs> just have like five or six matches. Is he and, alive? Is he alive? Does uh, he have his legs? Uh, okay, send them out there. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that might be what it eventually turns into, but it's a 10 year deal. Kamala so. shows up in a wheelchair and just starts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a 10 year deal. So I do think at some point, they will pretty much turn into theme shows. Right, right. Iron Sheik comes out there and barely makes it to the ring, ends up winning. Wins a battle <laughs> the royal. The Legends title. <laughs> yeah, at WrestleMania 17, he only won the battle royal because he couldn't get thrown over the top <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I love the Iron Sheik. We love him. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to No, him? we're, we're good right. now. 
Miss Holly, anything that you can think of that you love besides Seth Rollins? I said the women's. Oh, we all love the women's. I think it's great. And everything about them right now is, like you said, they're killing it. Yeah, so they're killing it. We are going to move on to stomping grounds here. This is going to be fairly quickly because even me as a big fan isn't really feeling this show too much. But like I said, I'm sure it'll deliver. So It almost seems like it was haphazardly thrown together. It, it was. It was. Like I said, the name got changed, the, right. the date, the location. So, I mean, now there's a big thing about ticket sales. But it's like, yeah. This oh, is, I have read that. This is kind of what happens when they you do this. They have to like, offer packages and stuff. Just well, they have people. so many shows. So Triple H has mentioned that that like when one does change right. it throws everything off everything yeah so i mean they have these schedules i think till the end of the year already like scheduled in the books like right milwaukee you know is december so we yep. already you know so it just kind of becomes a mess when even one thing changes and that's you know part of a billion dollar company now last year we had a live event so this year i'm guessing it's going to be a tv thing yeah i think it's going to be a friday smackdown so it'd be live oh, okay. friday you know they'd be on fox by then so Pfizer form but we shall see. Um, so first up, we have the cruiserweight champion Tony Nese is facing in a triple threat match, Drew Gulak and Akira Tozawa. Oh, ha, ha! I'm gonna guess uh, Tony Nese wins this. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, um, but, it just seems right. But I will add that um, two little notes here. Um, I had this story, but in uh, before Mania when Buddy Murphy was moving on. Um, Tozawa was going to beat him for the title, but they ended up holding off and giving it to Nice instead. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to go back to the original plan and go into Tozawa, that would be something. But Drew Gulak, just from what I've been reading, because I do not watch 205 Live, but from what I've been reading, Drew Gulak has been getting more of a focus. So it seems like they're kind of focusing on him. So maybe the triple threat is kind of not to pin Nice, right. you know, but protect him with the title. So I could see that. Um, and I don't think Gulak has had a run with the title yet. I do not believe so. He and used to do the power. Well deserved. Yeah, he's kind of do. Everyone's kind of been getting a term. Like even if you remember, TJP got the yep. original run, and then even the Brian Kendrick, right? And then Rich Swan, I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he got a run with right it. So before uh, that whole thing, right before that whole thing. So moving on <clears> from <throat> that, uh, just a tag match. I... All night long. <laughs> he has good theme music. He does. He really can. Does. You handle this. <laughs> so, anyways, I think um, I don't know if it's for the kickoff show, but it wouldn't surprise me. It's Big E and Xavier Woods. Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, just a tag match for nothing. I mean, but they have been kind of yelling at each other. Once They've been yelling at each other, yeah. but it just feels like nothing. So, <laughs> Yeah, what do we have to gain? <laughs> Good input, Holly. I like that. <laughs> she woke up and said, yeah. So, we've um, all had rough days. We, it's been a rough week. So I'm going to say that this match, as much as it's probably meaningless, leads into the next match because it's Daniel Bryan and Rowan, you know, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, mm-hmm. versus Heavy Machinery. So I'm thinking, um, you know, whoever uh, wins this match may then match up with Biggie and Xavier or Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So maybe whoever wins that one, you know, the flip side will win the other one. Okay. So that's kind of how it goes for me. As much as I love heavy machinery, I'm not sure they're going to win in their first title opportunity here. Probably not their. Yeah, probably not their first one. They're but gonna. They're gonna have a good go around though. I'm sure it'd be entertaining. We're gonna see way. the caterpillar. <laughs> oh, caterpillar. Yeah. The worm, but you know the worm dance, but, but Otis he, does it because the machinery, like big the big uh, back hose and stuff like that, or Caterpillar brand. Oh, so, okay. It's Otis. Don't question anything yeah. he does. Just go with it. So uh, up next, we have the United States Championship match. Samoa Joe, who just got it from Mysterio, who's hurt and who knows what he's doing. Right. Um, against the man who won the five way on Raw. Ooh. Ricochet. <clears throat> the ricochet. One ricochet. And ring. only. 
Miss um, <coughs> Holly, you said Samoa Joe is going to take short order of Ricochet. Do you have any logic behind this? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not. Samoa Joe destroys everything in his path. Yeah. Pretty much. <clears throat> and I'm not going to necessarily disagree. It kind of goes back to what I said earlier. If Mysterio is out for a while. Right. Then maybe Ricochet gets a run, but if Mysterio is going to come back for revenge, it has to kind of be against Joe for the title. The best part about this match is that it could go either way, and either way is believable. I love it, and you know these two are going to deliver as long as nobody gets a broken nose in the first 30 seconds, <laughs> and they have to call the match quick. So if these guys are given 20 minutes, I mean, looking at the card, I wouldn't even be against these guys getting the main events. Right. I know they're not going to. But it would be awesome. It'd be awesome. Give them 20, 25, 30 minutes and say, just go out there. You know, we'll call it at the end and whatever yeah. the crowd <laughs> we'll is. We'll tell you when. <laughs> whatever the crowd is feeling, we'll let you know, and, you know, we'll audible it if we want to give the crowd the ricochet moment. But Yeah. Um, yeah, moving on, we're going to go to Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This is a WrestleMania rematch, if you remember. Roman Reigns, oh, yeah. uh-huh. that was his first one-on-one match back. So I think by now he's kind of in the groove of things. So right. I kind of worry about um, Reigns getting his win back, but it makes sense. I think uh, they may be kind of getting the Shane story kind of going. But, um, <sighs> you know, Drew is a stud, so you can never rule him out. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean he's the stud, not a stud. But um, okay, Miss Holly, do you have a pick in this match besides the stud? <laughs> I'm not gonna pick the stud. <laughs> Thank you for can calling we, him the stud. Can we quit saying the word stud, please? <laughs> yes. This is getting a yeah. little uncomfortable. Well, uh, it'll definitely. be un- it'll be uncomfortable <laughs> for Reigns this Sunday from the stud. But anyways, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say I'll be rooting for McIntyre, but. To me, that would mean the story was Shane. Make him Can- sound like a Kentucky racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> He's a thoroughbred, all right. So <laughs> I'm going to say McIntyre, but that just tells me Reigns will then continue his feud. Yeah, with I'm Shane. picking Reigns on that one. Yeah, I would say <clears throat> I would I would say Reigns. The uh, the rumor is at Extreme Rules, which is July, because yep. then then SummerSlam we got one more pay per view. Um, the rumor is it's going to be an Extreme Rules match, Reigns versus Drew and Shane. Ah, and this is uh, the first pay-per-view of the year without Shane in a match, actually. Wow, I know. Finally. Finally. But, you know, it tells me he'll be right back in it next month. Right. So, again, also maybe they're kind of realizing, like, hey, we got to kind of back off a little bit of this thing. <laughs> a, a little You'd bit. you think that, but. <laughs> so, to me, that's a toss-up. I'm, I'm fine with either guy, obviously. Right. I'm a fan of both. So, SmackDown Women's Championship, wild card rule in effect here. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross has said, yes, she will be ringside to help Alexa Bliss. Well, that's going to be the X factor right there. Yeah, Bliss has uh, you know, convinced her. She's connived her way into uh, making Nikki Cross think Bailey is the enemy, even though Bailey has clearly stated none of it's true, and right. Bliss, you know, you're using her, this and that. But Cross is a little out there sometimes. So. A li- sometimes? A little? <laughs> so, Miss Holly, I know you are a fan of Alexa Bliss. Is she going to end the storybook uh, Bailey title run so soon? <sighs> This one's a hard one, actually, because both are pretty good. I want to pick Alexa Bliss, but I also know that Bailey's going to be the one to win. Okay, I'm going to kind of agree. I'm going to think Nikki Cross at some point will realize. Like, yeah. She's going to realize. There's going to be further development in the Bliss Cross story. Yeah, I was going to Bailey's going to end up walking out the title, and that's what's going to be the catalyst for progressing the story even further. I was going to say, maybe even like getting right in the locker room, somebody comes and whispers in Nikki's ear, like, hey, it's not what it looks like, or more drama to it. You maybe know? Eric Young, you know, bring back the hey. As yeah. long as Rollins is behind him with a chair, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but you make a good point. Sanity anytime, you know, they're on Raw. So, anyways, uh, speaking of Raw, Becky Lynch, women's champion, 
and she is defending against Lacey Evans again. Does Lacey Evans win this time? No. No. <laughs> Still no? No. no. <laughs> I do wonder why this match is happening again. Becky Lynch has made her tap out, and she's even sucker punched her and pretty much later left her laying on Raw. So yeah. either that tells me they're just moving on and Lacey's kind of taking a beating and going down, or, you know, is it setting up Lacey with the shock win? I think she said Becky two belts will be Becky no belts. Well, she hasn't had been Becky two belts for a while now, so let's yeah. uh, let's keep it current there. Thanks Lacey. to Lacey, yeah. Thanks to her costing, uh, you know, yeah. her the title. But you know, again, I could see either way here. But you know, it feels like Becky's kind of too much of a role, especially right. from Mania, the main event, and all that. I think she's holding on to it to at least SummerSlam, at least. I would hope so, but the question then goes: if she's holding on to it, who is she holding it on to for? Well. So, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. I'll quick mention uh, Ronda Rousey. Did you say Nia? I did. <laughs> Please no. I will quick mention Ronda Rousey was backstage at SmackDown. Yep, with the other four horsewomen. Yeah, that was uh, very interesting. I wonder if uh, Sasha wants to return as a four horsewoman on that one. I mean, if they want to entice her to come back, that would was, be pretty compelling. I was thinking about that, but uh, we will see. Um, Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against Dolph Ziggler, and this will be a steel cage match. Yep, Kofi all the way, baby. Kofi. Kofi all the way. The only way I could see is some cheap, you know, Dolph Ziggler. It's a cage match. Right, you never know. You know, it's the same with Shane. You know, if he squeals out of there or kind of, you know, leaves the shirt or whatever, and Dolph wins and then, you know, gloats about it when, like, Kofi kicks him in the head and he flies through the cage or something. Right. Yeah, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Holly, do we agree Kofi will keep... Yes. Okay. (laughs) I agree with that. And uh, the match that I assume will be the main event, I assume it for two reasons. One is because uh, Brock Lesnar at least is being teased there. So I'm guessing all night they're going to, like, have a camera crew in the parking lot. Oh, of course. Is Brock showing up and Heyman will be there smiling? But I don't think he'll be there. I wouldn't see a reason for him to be there, but... I think they're going to keep it going all night to kind of keep everyone on the edge. I would think it's going to go on all night, so then it'll be a main event. And Baron Corbin still has not announced who this special referee is, and I cannot figure it out. I don't think it'll be Brock. I don't think it'll be Heyman. I think Kevin got, Owens and Sami Zayn already breaking said, news. Already said it breaking, won't be. Breaking news. We got breaking news. Who is it? It's going to be me. Oh, Mr. Steve Madsen <laughs> is the referee. <laughs> yep, yep. I got my plane tickets and everything. We out. Right, where, guess, where am I going? Uh, I think we're going to <laughs> Tacoma, Washington. Um, so earlier I had mentioned an idea. Um, I don't know. Do you have any guesses before I get to mine? Um, every well, every see. current it, heel has either been beat up or said right. they won't do it because they are afraid Seth Rollins so is going to. It'll be somebody we haven't seen for a while. That's what I'm thinking. Ah, nobody really is coming to mind though. Even Elias, who they've been, you know, they uh, they said it was him, and then Rollins right, beat him, got up, him too. taken down. So I don't think it'll be that. They've already ruled out Shane, but again, I guess it could be a quote who's missing. Answer. Who's missing? Holly, do you have any guesses? Who does Baron Corbin have up his sleeve? Any? Does do you think Brock Lesnar, Heyman, maybe kind of to screw over Seth because he still has a briefcase? Do you have anybody in mind? Um, God, he makes Brock the. Oh, oh boy! My but my thing is, he wouldn't help Corbin. What do you? Right. No, he would just. He destroy Corbin. I mean, he could he could have him win the title and then just clothesline him and, and then say thank you and beat him in and two I'll seconds. Take this. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like uh, somebody that definitely we haven't seen. Okay, so here's my theory. Or so, at least I haven't. Right. <laughs> theory time. Theory time. You know, we end things on a high note, very high. So I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> if you'll notice from the Firefly Funhouse, he disappeared at the end. 
I will just so I will just say that and But um, how would even how would Corbin even get in touch with him? Like I, I mean, does Firefly Funhouse have a landline? Maybe he worked out with them at the <laughs> at the gym that one time or I maybe don't Maybe they were friends all along. Oh, maybe. Is that what he keeps saying? Let me in. But I'm just going to throw that out there. Bray is on his way back. So for everybody waiting, it is coming. And that would be my only guess. Honestly, And will it be Bray or Fiend? Or would it be the little kids that have been in a trance? <laughs> or my my personal guess is Ramblin' Rabbit. Adam Rose. <laughs> Adam Rose. We'll just go completely 180. <laughs> hey, I'm picking either Ramblin' Rabbit or Adam Rose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> By the way, quick shout out to Adam Rose, who actually helped me with a column one time. So And he just uh, had his retirement match uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah, and actually um, we had kind of talked about doing something after uh, he retired, so maybe I will need to hit him up again. But he was interested in kind of writing or, you know, giving his thoughts on things. Hey, come do the podcast. Hey, come to the lab. We got the space. Everybody is welcome here. So are you uh, inviting people into my lab? (laughs) (laughs) Just yeah, there's just a knock on your door. There's fifty guys. Oh, hey, Brock. Oh, (laughs) I would I would have to turn tail and run. (laughs) Talk tail and run. All right. So honestly, Bray would be the only one that we haven't seen and kind of fits raw. Uh, John Moxley. <laughs> oh boy, that that would no. get people talking. No. So honestly, I have no idea. But it'll, I guess it'll that's be good. It'll be I guess that's the intrigue of the paper, right? And that's why we spend nine ninety nine. And that's why we'll be watching Sunday and figure out all night we're going to get. If it is on my you phone. guys will be watching. <laughs> and you know it goes back to even Money in the Bank when Sami Zayn was hanging backstage, right? And then they're all like, "Braun, you did it! You did it! How dare you get out of the building?" Yeah. And then we find out at the end it was Brock. Brock. So it was a nice little bait and switch, little tease there. Like, oh, we all assume Braun did it, but he's like, "I didn't do it." So what are you talking about? And then it was Brock. So maybe we'll get little things throughout the night about who his referee will be and you know he'll be standing there gloating and give no clues and then it, who knows who it's gonna be but what if it's bobby lashley Nah, that's nothing i hope it's not bobby like rude bobby rude hey how about leo rush who <laughs> enzo amore leo yeah <laughs> leo rush apparently is heading back to nxt if he decides to stick around oh so, really oh. yeah if if he sticks around, I think is NXT going to pay him three hundred thousand a year? I was going to say, is that going to come with a pay bump or a pay decline? But well, I don't think they can do that. But you never know. So, um, any closing thoughts on Stomping Grounds before we head out? Not exactly the greatest. A lot of these are from Super Showdown, but, right? So it just kind of feels like you know a pay per view to me. Like you said, kind of just added onto the schedule before Extreme Rules, and then we can finally get to whatever the big summer side. I'm guessing Brock Lesnar. So yeah, something, something with big. him. Yeah. So. All righty. Holly, do you have any closing thoughts for everybody before we get out of here? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on. So I'm going to throw in the usual plugs. You are listening to the 4114 Site Wrestling Podcast, 411 Podcasting Network. You know about that. Stitcher, Holly's favorite right there. Spotify, Google Play, <laughs> iTunes, all that stuff. Five-star reviews. You know we love it. So give us those five-star reviews. YouTube, 411mania.com. My new column is up. 50 Reasons to Love WWE right now. Laugh at the title all you want, but it's a good read. And if you want, head down to the comment section. I'm afraid to look at that. I'm sure I will later. <laughs> So, Mr. Steve Matson, <laughs> tell us about the Resident Complex. I'll tell you about the Resident Complex. We have a debut album, North Avenue, that is available on iTunes, YouTube, uh, Google Play, anywhere music is sold. You can find it there. And I also want to give a shout out to the Mirus Nine. It's a video game that, uh, or not video game, I'm sorry, an animated feature uh, that my wife is doing voiceover lines for. And all the, uh, a couple of the actors' voice lines were recorded right here in the lab. Absolutely. The lab does it all, so cool shout out there. We are going to leave you with the resident complex. 
So hit it. It's only 